Let the whiskers of your mustache uh, show you the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are here live at uh, the very green room. Uh, we're down one, one, one co-host. Uh, ben Daniel is iced in uh, outside of San Antonio right oh. now. Uh, yeah. No, it got really cold. And uh, so he's chilling in, in, in San Antonio right now. So, But we do have a lovely guest today. Give it up for Mr. Cross, uh, of course. I got Chad, Chad, Chad Alexander. Being co-hosting, there we go. Me. Big Chad, what's up, dude? And uh, and then we've got, of course, a lovely guest today, Mr. Neil Rosen. Yay! Yay! I'm so happy to be here early on. Yeah, yeah. welcome back to the renovated garage. Uh, it's the hall of narcissism. I have a lot of things about <laughs> me on here. I, I I mean, I love where you live. Yeah. Oh, the area. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I actually like this room. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, I mean, I like the room and the area. Yeah, but, but I mean, it is super cool where yeah. where you are. Yeah, no, I really, I it's it's uh it's right near downtown. Um, it's right near all the comedy stuff. So that's 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 kind of thing, and it's so. the old Sixth Ward. Oh, the old Sixth Ward. Yes, that do is. Do you know anything about this area? Like, was this? A, uh, uh, it was a black area. Uh, it was a black area for <laughs> okay. a long time, uh, and then. Uh, it's got some of the oldest uh, homes in Houston because, like, it was one of the first places in Houston with an HOA. So, okay. like, uh, uh, that everyone ignored until like five years ago. But so we have some beautiful Victorian homes around here. If you uh, walk around, you'll see a bunch of uh, German schmeckling and woodwork uh, up and down the the, the, the streets. <laughs> and, some of the uh, best schmeckling I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my dad, uh, he's was born in the Bronx, and yeah. they spoke some Yiddish, and the word schmeckle. Also meant something else. I believe it means penis, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yet so schmeckling <laughs> can also be a verb. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's what Jerry Wayne told me. I don't know if Jerry Wayne's right. <laughs> Is Jerry Wayne, the authority on Yiddish. I don't think I don't. I, I, Jerry Wayne, Jerry Wayne Longmire, of course, uh, real, 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 real close fan of the podcast, or not a fan, friend yep. of the podcast. Uh, yeah, no, he's from Longview, Texas. I don't know if there's a lot. That's of, also a hotbed of Yiddish <laughs> for old timey Yiddish. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you, you've seen one schmageggedy dance. You've seen them all, really. <laughs> yes, yes. I um. I was talking, my girlfriend's Jewish. You 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 get to meet my girlfriend uh, outside of uh, comedy, which I, is nice. I have several times. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> you guys are. You know, Houston is a giant city, but it's a small town. One hundred percent. Because I see, I've seen you too many times with your girl. Like it's just like it's like we're passing on Main Street. Well, yeah, no, yeah. that's because I think I think we have similar interests because we're we're the exact same age. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. No, I, I I knew I was getting old the other day because I was I was in Louisiana and I went out to eat with my friends and it was right next to a Sherman Williams uh, nice. paint paint store and I go, you know, they mark up their goddamn paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know you're old when you pull in front of a Sherman Williams and you notice the sign that they now have curbside pickup at Sherman Williams. Yeah. You're like back in my day you had to go sort through samples. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I got pretty mad because yeah, no, I, I, oh, he's, he's got Sherman Williams money. Well, good for him. Uh, 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 I can I can get eggshell at Lowe's for bear. Yeah. But but you were saying something about No, I was uh, um no idea. Something. Well, we were the same age. You ran yes. into me and my girlfriend. Uh, she always announces that she's Jewish around comics because she's afraid that they're going to talk about Hitler immediately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, it's like, she's like, I don't know. 
Some of your friends say pretty fucked up things. Uh, <laughs> and But that doesn't stop them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They go, perfect. Oh, that puts a target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think any comic... I, first of all, this, Hitler has an inordinate amount of bits about him. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, there's, yeah. Some, there's, there's an intrinsic tension in yes. Hitler. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a brilliant... I mean, yes. Yeah. The, there's there's tension. Tension tension is a part of comedy. And, and it's yeah. no longer too soon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we I think we're we're nearing on the one hundred year mark. Uh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. We are. Of wait, of what? The rise of the Third <laughs> Reich? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hitler's invasion of Czechoslovakia. Uh, first, the the, the, the yeah. beer hall pushed. His first uh, C minus in yeah, art class. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> him getting denied from art school. I think that was in 26 or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, was like a, this painting completely uninspired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this painting completely uninspired. And he's just like, it begins. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. No, there are a lot of Hitler. He has. He does have an inordinate. There are a lot of Hitler jokes. A lot of, I mean, if we're looking at, Sorry, I'm just trying to think about this. Uh, like, Shit, like, I had a Hitler joke yeah, last I mean, year. Yeah, you had a Hitler joke. I know, uh, yeah. didn't... R.I.P. Brian Hersey had a fantastic Hitler. He had the best Hitler. That's one of my favorite uh, Nazi reference jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so and, is it worth yeah, repeating? Yeah, come I on. Mean, yeah. the, the, oh, yeah. the premise is that the swastika, uh, before it was uh, acquisitioned by uh, Hitler and the Nazis yeah. was a symbol of peace. Yeah, in um, the Hindu culture, yeah. And, and so uh, Brian uh, Hersey's premise was that means that uh, Hitler and the Nazis could have taken any symbol and made it evil. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So, so, for example, they could have taken dogs playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have seen, you would have seen, the, you would have seen yeah. them marching on the Rhine with big banners of dogs, dogs playing, playing poker. poker. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to this day, if, you know, the image of dogs playing poker would make a, you know, a 97 year old Jewish man, the home pee in his pants. <laughs> yeah. uh, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> if we're, if we're, Which is yeah, brilliant. That's a fantastic bit. Yes. If, if we're doing my, my favorite dead comic bits, uh, yes. Judea Driscoll passed away. This is Judea and Brian, R.I.P., yes. both of them. Yes. Uh, she did a bit about how she called her uh, her her pussy uh, George Bush. Um, what was it? It was it was it was. She called. I called. Uh, oh no! I call my pussy nine eleven because it's a bush out of control, and uh, and then I call uh, my asshole. Flight 279 because it too was destroyed in a field in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I I heard that one. I heard that yeah. one. Yeah. And that and those that's those are her clean. Those jokes. are those are her clean her cleanest <laughs> material. Oh, the first time I met her, she goes, uh, she goes, why does every crazy bitch think they have good pussy and can sing? <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. I oh. really only saw her one time at Rudyard's open mic, and yeah. and uh, I was with my wife who doesn't go that often, and she was like, "Oh man, she was funny." Like, yeah, like she she had something. She she, she had she yeah. she was the best. She lived here for a long time. Uh, but yeah, we could not talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Neil? Uh, you just I'm alive. There we go. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm alive. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Just recorded. Have you? Have you? Uh, is the the recording of the fiftieth uh, coming out? Oh, yeah. So last April, yes, I turned 50 and I did that 50 for 50 show. I ha I am tempted to just put it out, to just put it out. Yeah. 
I mean, what does that mean today, basically? That means just say, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Look what I did. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I think so. You know what? I wanted to wait until mostly I'm not doing that material much anymore. Right, right, right. And thankfully, I would say I like I did a show recently and I did like 25 minutes at that Eighth Wonder show and yeah. and none of it was that. Awesome. And so I'm like, you know, newer stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, I'd like to put it out there, you know. Yeah, do it. Wow. I, I don't ever record anything because I'm the laziest writer of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scared of becoming one of those guys who ends up like doing like Monica Lewinsky bits like, like, like 30 years later, you know. So lazy meaning like you feel like you're not uh, creating new material? I create new material, but I just, when I go and do the act, like it's the act and I'll try to like figure out like, I don't know. Right. It's just I'm just I'm just lazy, and so like if something's not going well, I'll immediately just fall back fall to back a, a material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I know that pussy joke will get them. And I actually think today, that so I had this I so I do corporate and private events too yeah. as often as I can, and I I sort of go like okay, I don't want to have somebody come to that and say who's coming to this corporate event, and then they watch that and then go I saw all this already. Right, right, but right. But you know what? I did a corporate event this year and it kind of put my mind at ease. I, I did stuff that wasn't out on YouTube, which yeah. isn't much. And towards the end, one guy's like, aren't you going to do that Modelo beer joke? Uh, and, and, uh. and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, so you've seen it? He goes, yeah. He goes, I was hoping you were going to do it. And I'm uh. like, and, 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 my, and I'm really, I'm like, you know, it's going to sound a lot like when I did it did on the it. video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, it's have not, you I don't have the acoustic version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now the Modelo <laughs> beer bits. This is Ladies and gentlemen. Hip-hop version. It's just one version. But no, but he was like, yeah, can you do it? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And, sure. And, and he, Ladies and gentlemen, here's Wonderwall. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. right. And so I actually think... And now that I think about it, we all like you think about comics you love that are super duper comics. Like, yeah, I've watched repeatedly certain Bill Burr bits, Patton George Oswald Carlin bits, yeah. and I don't go like, ah, it's getting worse and worse for me. Yeah, I just go, it's still brilliant. Yeah. So not that I'm there, but I'm just saying like, it's okay. I think actually, and and also my son who's 19, I have three sons, but my youngest is 19. He's like, Dad. He goes, How many people are you going to perform for in a year? Like. A few hundred, a, th- a few thousand at best. He goes, okay. So here's the chances that it's going to overlap that much are pretty slim. Yeah. That's what he said, and I'm like, that's so pretty depressing. It's a very nihilistic <laughs> nineteen year old. <laughs> so he's like, just put it out there. What, just put it out there. Well, I think yeah. That's, I mean, what are your thoughts about generation of content, Big Dog? I mean, I haven't done it because I've been stuck in that mentality too that I don't want to like burn material and. The idea that I'm going to do this bit and someone in the audience is just going to shout out the punchline and I'm just going to be like, okay, well, there goes the next seven minutes. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Lately, though, I, I've been in the mindset like I have you have to write new stuff. You yeah. have to. And, and, and actually, uh, my favorite thing, I mean, I think you probably agree. No. Isn't the greatest thing when you have a new bit that works? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, is there yeah. anything better than that? I did that. I did that at the improv, and it was the first time I did the bit. But I'd been writing it for like two weeks, and I just I was just feeling myself, and I did it, and it hit, and I was just like, 
part of me, you're like, I'm a goddamn genius. Yeah, <laughs> then, like, yeah. yeah I did a I did a 20 minute feature a couple of weeks ago, and then like I just I I thought of this thing that day, and I was like, I'm going to open with this tonight. That's great. Opening I'm is terrifying. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Opening, love it. Yeah, that's not. That's yeah. yeah. I was like, first two minutes, brand new material. Let's go. <laughs> well, I, I I think I put think, yourself in there. Yeah. I so much is delivery and confidence too, right? Yeah. And, and how you feel about it. Um, but I really feel like it, I would even say short of even short of the moment where you perform it on stage and it works, the moment you come up with an idea and you're like, oh, that's a that's a good idea. <laughs> like you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a good like you, you're like exci- that's exciting. Yeah. That that ideation moment. Yeah. yeah. Is, so and I would think that you yeah. would know at this point that like you know what is oh like this is pretty well done and stage ready. This is idea funny. And, you know, this is conceptual. We'll put this aside. We'll work on it at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think after you, you, you do it enough and you just sort of just know it's going to work. This is going to be at least a six. Out yeah. Of 10, you know, yeah. like this isn't a one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, and sometimes. What probably, if Hitler were gay? Right. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I choose. And, uh, and it goes in waves for me. Like, so <laughs> I, I feel like. Uh, I'll be like a clump of new ideas will work and then I'll have like a drought. Oh, you know, I don't know if you're the same. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of like the tide for me where it's just like, it'll like roll in every once in a while. I'll be like writing down all of these great new, I say great. Uh, but then, then you just realize that you're a man child sometimes. Like, <laughs> And here's another thing lately is, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot on the side. Oh yeah. Like open mics or shows. Um, there are certain other comics. I, I've made it a point. Uh, you've been, have you met Frank Ovalton? Yeah, yeah, I love Frank. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I just got acquainted with him in last year, and I, I, I like him a lot. And we actually made it a point to meet out and do like a writing session twice. Yeah. And um, we each, mostly we shoot the shit. But then like we each bring, have like at least one joke that's kind of half-formed. And we go, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. And uh, what's my point here? Oh, my, this is my point. When we're shooting the shit, he'll be like, that's a bit. Yeah. Like, like he's like, what's going yeah. on? And I say, oh, I went to a concert. This happened. And he's like, well, that's a bit. And I'm like, oh, that is a bit. Yeah. Like, so I think, I think sometimes when we're having these great conversations on the side, we make each, I mean, comics make each other laugh we're, yeah. Yeah. all the time. 100%. And you need someone. It's, I think it's our job to tell each other, hey, by the way, that story you just told, that's a bit. Yeah, that's, the, the like, best yeah, guys yeah, like, that this, know you. This, this right here is like when I'm telling like some of my more ridiculous stories like, like here and I'm making Chad laugh, I'm like, I'll like write that down later. And yeah, just, yeah I, no, I text yes. Will all the time. It, like yeah. when I'm overhearing this podcast or I'm sitting through a chair, I'll have to text him like, "Hey, that thing about that, like, write that down." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I did a private event over the weekend. It was a forty year old's birthday party. Nice. And I thought I did something that was just specific to that party. Right. But then I like thought about it after, and I'm like, oh. I should try that at open mic. I mean, it was just about the difference between me being 40 and 50, which I am. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, 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 and I, at first I'm like, well, this is just for this and no one's going to care about that. And then I'm like, wait, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And also, and you also, zoom out and you realize like, oh, this is universal. Yeah. Or I could, it might, right. And, and, and also it was an 80s themed party. So everyone was like my age. Right. right, yeah. right and, yeah. and so I talked about high school in the 80s. And I and again I thought that's just for these people and no one else is gonna care. And then I came to open mic and actually last night you talk about confidence or you talk about just trying it. It was the I just snuck in talking about high school in the eighties and it worked. Yeah. 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 I mean I mean, you know. That's that's fun. I, I 
I always get worried when I self-edit in my head where I say that's stupid before I even put it on paper because like I've been doing a lot of stuff about sorry for making this about me. I've been doing a lot of stuff about my weight lately. And I don't want to be that kind of comic, you know, who's like like I used to call this when I would watch when I would watch a bunch of uh, submissions for festivals in Memphis, I would call it the fat white guy trifecta. Uh, where it'd like it'd like start off with like so like dating's hard when you're big and you hear and then I'd start going dun 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 All right, it's 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 dating is hard into uh cooking two meals for one person or like a fast food bit into a masturbation thing. And then that's uh that's the fat white guy trifecta on stage. And uh I do all three of those subjects, by the way. Yeah. I see he's running zone defense tonight. By the way, that's a bit. Exactly. It's meta. Oh, dude, I'm all about that meta commentary. Do the fat guy trifecta and then talk about the fat guy trifecta. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of big comics, they'll come up here and talk about like these three things. Yeah, even better if you're wearing like the big playbook quarterback wristband and just go like, I'm wearing that under my flannel. (laughs) They didn't like that joke. Omaha. Omaha. Why it's hard hard to date when you're fat on two. Yeah. (laughs) Just the sound of Velcro ripping. (laughs) See, we got to go to plan B tonight. You coming up with a playbook on your wrist would would fit pretty well. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I that good work. People would not. I have that. I still I have some of that stuff. Um, yeah, we got a, anybody working a steel meal in the building, <laughs> yeah. and just throw a whole page of the playbook just, over your I'm shoulder. I'm just doing a choose your own adventure of blue yeah. collar yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. So, Chad, you mentioned Chicago. What? What? I think I saw. Maybe you posted about. What, what did you get to do in Chicago? Uh, I went uh, and opened. So, uh, Tremaine Bradley was filming his hour, and I got to go open for him in Chicago. Nice. Awesome uh, for for his filming, yeah, tremendous experience. Yeah, no, I love Chicago. Uh, I once again, this is, I, we've talked about this on the podcast before. They call me off weekend Willie, uh, just because <laughs> I never get to go anywhere nice during the nice seasons. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so like, like January I've, in Chicago. Oh, I've done. I have done January in That's Chicago. Cold. It's yeah, well, it was, yeah, it was twenty and dumping snow everywhere. Yeah, no, I yeah. went. Up, I drove up there uh, from from Memphis uh, to to go. Right for this other comic, and uh, I've been to I've been there and uh, I've been to Chicago in January. Uh, I've been to Vegas in July. Uh, mm. Wonderful time to be in the desert. Uh, highly recommend going in July. Um, yeah, no off weekend, Willie. That's uh, that's that's where you're gonna <laughs> that's that's where you're gonna find me. Uh, hey, let me ask you this. Uh, I got to do one open mic in Chicago once. I was passing through there, yeah. and I have a young friend that is a Chicago aspiring comic and we met out and uh, I've shared with him the sort of the community feel of the Houston comics. And look, we all, everyone wants to do well for themselves and get on shows, but I do feel like we talk a lot yeah, and we try to make each other laugh. And actually I feel like we give each other a lot of tags and we say things like that's a bit, I I feel like it's a pretty pretty collaborative, supportive thing. I don't. He. I told him about that. And he said, "Man, that's not what it's like here." No, it's not. So uh, Chicago. Well, they have the they have the New York uh, chip on their shoulder. Like like they're like we're a big city. They're a big improv city too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, they wanna they wanna shut down doors uh, for anyone who's kind of near them and stuff. Uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of like, I I always call it like, like 
douchey courtiers, you know, like like from like mid mid the Middle Ages, where they're like, "Yes, I know the Booker from so and so," and then I yeah, I yeah, implied yeah. that this other person was drunk on the show. Yes, and um, I, I got I got that vibe when I got there with, yeah. with a few Chicago comics, and there was like a whole improv troupe that was about to start rehearsals. Yeah. And that was also you get that you get that kind of art kid vibe, but I like there's a bunch of art kids up there too. I'm yeah. aggressively inclusive. So it's like, hey, I'm in your space. How you doing? How's this going? What's that hat about? Like, <laughs> that's that's more like here, though. Yeah, aggressively yeah. inclusive. So, so let me tell yeah. you a quick anecdote. Going to the open mic there is I uh, I landed and I was meeting my friend and oh. he I said just tell me where to go. I'll, I'll well, let's do an open mic, and uh, that was me. Okay. Sorry. And and so uh, I get there and he has told me before about you know, the vibe in Chicago. And I get to the open mic, and sure enough, every comic has their head down, looking yeah. at their phone, yeah. notebook. Nobody's talking. There's probably 30 comics in this bar area waiting for the open mic to start. So I walk in, and I can't stand that. Yeah. And so I just, first person I look at, this woman, I go, you a comic? And she goes, yeah. And I go, hey, I'm Neil. And we start talking. Yeah. And she's, and then we're really talking. And then she's like, this other comic starts talking to us. So by the time my friend arrives, 10 minutes later, I'm talking to two comics. Yes. And so my friend shows up, and I introduce my friend to them, and we're all talking, and then he leans over to me. He's like, how do you know these people? And I'm like... It is a chain I, reaction of I, friendship. I said, yeah. I said hello? <laughs> and he's yeah. like, he's like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> magic. Yeah, because I've, I've, well, because I've seen the opposite in other places too, where people won't talk to you beforehand to like do this weird big dog shit, and like I've traveled around by myself, and so like sometimes I'll try to come in and be like, hi, hello, yeah. like how you doing. And then no one will talk to me, and I go, all right, well, I guess I'm doing A material at this fucking open mic, and then maybe I can get people to come up afterwards and be like, oh, wow, that was really good. Yeah. Do you yeah. know so-and-so from so-and-so? Right. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Got well, it. it's like, well, I mean, I don't know the protocol, and I don't, to be honest, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I, I walked in jeans and boots in Texas, uh, and so like I just walked into your theater in Chicago, and yeah, it's like, hey, how you doing? Like, I... I, I want to do like a sound check. I want to walk up on the stage. I want to hear the acoustics of the room and I'm going to run my routine whether you approve it or not. Yeah. And we can either be friends or have fun following me. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about stand-up is it doesn't matter what's going on off. If, if you're funny on stage, you'll get opportunities. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, like, it, that'll break through something. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's not about, you know, who's... I don't yeah, know. and I mean, like, and my feeling, and you seem the vibe I get from you anytime that I've seen you on a show or in a green room and everything else. Like, uh, you know, you're you're a fantastic person, you're a lovely person, and uh, the the vibe that I want to have in the green room is like, hey, like, I want all of us to win tonight, and it doesn't matter where I'm on the lineup or if I'm hosting. Like, my goal is to is to assist everyone in winning, and when I'm in the part of a lineup and I know who's coming after me and I know who I'm who's coming before me, I really like I really think about what is going to complement yeah. this flow of what's happening tonight to lend to, you know, to 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 give, you know, some credit to what came before and tag on what came before and continue that momentum. Like you don't want to be the guy that drops the ball in the middle of a set or in the middle of a show. Right. And and I try to I try to be aware of what people do that are in the lineup after me and like kind of what their energy is and try to flow and give the best on-ramp for them to follow. Yeah, I, I think uh, for me, uh, you're going to, 
I'd rather have a crowd have an awesome time before I'm up there. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing that, uh, the only, and this is not about friendly or not friendly, the only thing that can sometimes go wrong with a comedy show for me <laughs> is if there's just a certain type of comedy all before me. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm the first person that's talking about dental floss or. Oh yeah, yeah. When there's when it's pretty much like over the top. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's either overly gross, overly political, or yeah. like, or like, yeah. I think about that too because like I'll, I'll see those comics go up and I'm like, I've got nothing for this arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, and, and right, and and uh, and I actually sometimes if I go to shows, I'm like, hey man, I, I don't mind being up early in this one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some people are like I hate going up first. I go. Oh, I love going up front. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just, yeah, you know. Plus, I'm old. I got to get home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten o'clock is a lot better than midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, I would say the Houston comedy scene is, I think, friendly. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, people, you're still going to get people more friendly if they see you're effective on stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's some combination thereof. <laughs> but but I think it's not just that. No, you know I mean? no. Being being nice, uh, like that's that's one thing that I've like. You know, I've been doing this for almost ten years now. That's what, yeah. Drink a little less, and this is specifically for me. Uh, you know, drink a little less, uh, and you know, talk a little less shit, uh, and and it's gonna be okay. Like is that the Neil, news? you're such a nice guy. I would love to. I would love me. to see how it works out if you ever had beef with another comic. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm curious. Well, because you were you were you were at the old laugh stop. I mean, yeah. like, dude, young guys always have weird beefs. Like yeah. that's why I still I still like I I, I like going to open mics. Like I, I kind of have like my system set up to when I hit open mics when I go on stuff because I like seeing twenty three year olds hate another twenty three year old yeah. for for different reasons. It does make me very happy and it makes me it helps a benchmark of my growth. All right, like, to know that I've improved <laughs> as a person. Um, <laughs> no, and you and you know fifty year old me. I mean, so yeah. so no, I wasn't hating on people in an inordinate amount of time, but I definitely. You know, basically, I did it for a number of years then, and I'm back now doing it for a number of years now. And back then, being 26, 27, when I first did it, I was definitely thinking about, am I better than that guy? Am I worse <laughs> yeah. than this guy? Or a like, lot of the beefs like, are projection. Yeah, and like, why are they, why are they laughing at that? Yeah, you know, like I and, and is it, this it, audience stupid? It would, yeah. bo- it would bother me. <laughs> yeah. and, but coming back now with different perspective in life. I'm like I respect, I respect anyone that's if the crowd's enjoying it, right? And you're enjoying it, then that's the mission. Yeah, like like no matter what, how dare that comic do his job? No matter what combination of sounds are coming out of your mouth, (laughs) and no matter what the content is, like I and I'm I and I don't I'm not just saying that. Like I I'm like genuinely that's that's the mission here. Yeah, Yeah. And, and I have some other. You know, maybe there's a different sequence of sounds that come out of my mouth with a different, you know, type of humor than maybe that type of humor or this type of humor. But I'm like, it, it's about having a good time. Yeah. 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 And actually, uh, I learned something uh, valuable for myself from the comedy contest. And I, I'm going to share this with you. Yeah. Um, I'll share this with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was in that, that comedy contest in September. Mm-hmm. The. Houston's funniest, funniest or whatever, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, person, yeah. The funniest, whatever order it was in, huh. and so I, I got to the finals, and Mason James uh, had a like the audience loved him, and he and, and he, he had, had a, the best set I've ever had, seen, and him he have. had a great set, and it, so um, 
And everyone else, I would say, did... Like, if, if he did a, a 10 or a 9, I don't think anyone did much better than a 6 or a 7 or worse, honestly. I, okay. I probably felt like I did a 4 or 5 or something like that. And obviously, you did well. <laughs> but I got second. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, no. So, so I'm speaking for myself here. Right. Like, so... Um, but it just went how it went. It just went yeah. how it went. So mm-hmm. I, it wasn't like how it went that I learned something from. But I talked to Mason yeah. about a week later, just kind of in the aftermath. I said, hey, man, that's exciting, you know. And, and he told me, he said, you know, my first joke bombed. At least that's how he felt. And he said, and, I, and in my head I thought, well, I'm bombing anyway. I might as well just have a good time with this. Yeah. And he said, and then yeah. it went great. And so I was like, man, that's wouldn't it be great to have that attitude that you had all the time? Like, well, I, I, I've I, had to... I bomb anyway. <laughs> Let's just have fun with it. But I guess, in short, ever, I, ever since then, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go on stage with literally saying that to myself. Like, probably, I could bomb anyway. Let's just have fun with this. And yeah. said, that's been my last thought ever gone on stage. And it's a, I found, for me, it's a great mindset. That's that, a good mantra. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah, just have fun with it. That's the point of this i called uh i called my dad i got i got on like i was like a, a year into doing comedy uh and i got a call to audition for kevin hart's heart of the city uh and i was yeah i was like a year and a half into comedy and i was like super nervous about that and i called my dad and i was like Oh man, this is crazy. I don't know what's going on. He goes, Boy, you've been doing this for about a year and a half. You're playing with fucking house money, man. Just uh <laughs> chill out. It's gonna take you know, it's gonna take some time. And I was like, I had a really great audition That's because great. I just like didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. I was like, this is what I'm doing. Bop, 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 bop. And then uh I did really well, and that's why I got hired to go right in Chicago for the comics that actually got on Heart of the City. So That's like, great. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's just like all right. Yeah, if because, you're if you're working to satisfy yourself mm-hmm. and extract maximum enjoyment out of it, then you're probably going to deliver a pretty good product. Yeah, it was the same with the audition for the the Keenan Thompson thing. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, there were a bunch of producers and they're like, "Gotta work clean, wear a button down," and I was just like, "I'm just gonna go up here and have fun, have fun." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, eh. And then I had a great set. You know, it doesn't. It's not something that can go on the Tonight Show, you know. Like, don't get wrong. Like, like eating pussy and chafing it doesn't belong. But it could go on a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But 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 anyway, that's yeah. that's definitely. I don't know how we got to that. Oh, I, why I even built that story? But but that's definitely. I learned something from that last week, and I think it's it's helped me a lot to just. One hundred percent. Do that. Well, yeah. And, and, and there's some comics that like I watch that I that I see them like oh like they're having the time of their lives on stage. Huh. Um, when I got to see like anytime I, I see Lotto perform, it's like she's just up there ripping and having a good time with it. Yeah. Um, you uh, will during the Bobcat set. Oh yeah, that like, was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was that was just free. That was Will just free yeah. ripping it. <laughs> And I was like, man, that's like that's enjoyment, dude. That, yeah. That's that's the that's just extracting as much joy out of this moment as you can. Yeah, yeah, I, I, love yeah. that. Yeah, I uh, well, because speaking because we we kind of like drifted over like your kind of comedic origins. Oh, because uh, right. like yeah, yeah like you started when you were like twenty four, twenty five. Let's see, I'm fifty now, so I moved to Hugh. I'm from New York, the New York area. I lived in Delaware for two years, which I have some jokes on. Tax haven. Second small state moved to the second biggest state. There you go. But first tried it 
when I was, let's see, it would have been like 97. So, yeah, 25. Yeah. And I didn't know anyone here. Perfect time to try it. Yeah. Um, and I observed it one week, went the next week, uh, did, I had a five-minute set planned in my apartment. That was awesome my, to myself. Mm-hmm. And it took me about a minute and a half to do it <laughs> yep. at yeah. the place. Um, but uh, what's, I have a Word document that I started that week. You showed me your Word document. It feels like it feels like the 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 what what is that? It was an old tapestry, the tapestry of Bordeaux. That's <laughs> like it's it, you know it's like an, a ninety foot tapestry that explains all of yes. France's wars with England. But you have that with just all of your jokes from this Word document has been has ever, there's been many times where I've opened it. But like, do you want to upgrade to the new version of Word? Because um, but this is a ninety five. This but, version of Word has been around since Monica Lewinsky. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, but what's but the way I've done it is. It's any shred of an idea, plus uh, whether it's one that ended up being good or bad or never tried. Yeah. And, and uh, it goes, and it's, I've always put the new stuff in front, like not after. So the last page is really the first page. Yeah. So I can look at that today, and it's some of the stuff I tried at that first set. It's also John Wesling. You know John Wesling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so been he, on the show. He was there, uh, a more experienced comic at the time. I think he maybe he'd done a year or two. I don't. I don't know exactly. So he knew shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he he came up and said something encouraging, like, "Hey, that one idea, whatever." I I don't even know what idea it was, yeah. but he said immediately he gave me a tip about moving the mic stand because I think <laughs> yeah. I, I think I just had the mic stand in my crotch, you know. Yeah. And and then something about hey. You have a joke about being tired because you have young kids. Like maybe sit on the stool, and and so I wrote it down in my word. So it says in my word document, John Wesling says, "Move the mic stand." And so the next week I went, I'm like, "Move mic stand." Like I was like, "Yes, I move mic stand." But then I and then uh, I kept going and uh, did it. So that would have been '97 through about 2001. Did it a lot. The last stop was the the heart of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the (laughs) one thing about now is there's a lot of stage, I, I'd say relatively a lot of stages to get on compared to then. Yeah. There, it's like you got on at the last stop. There was a laugh spot. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a comedy showcase. Yeah. And I ended up getting on all those. And But the, the most thrilling thing was when this guy, Mark Babbitt, was the manager of the laugh stop. Right. And basically, when you're doing open mic, you're just like, is he watching? Is he looking? And that was it. That was the way you'd get stage. Like, if he yeah. happened to, like, and then if he talked to you, it was like he was like a Don, you know? <laughs> yeah. and, 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 like, and so I remember eventually, I don't remember how long it took one time, like, I got off. He's like, hey, good, good set. And I was like, you know, yeah. I came, I told everyone, you know, and people were like, did he talk to you? You know, and, and yeah. then somewhere after that, I got to open for Jake Johansson. You ever heard Jake Johansson? Yeah. yeah. And I was on a couple other shows. I opened for Brian Regan one time. Nice. Um, and that was thrilling. Yeah. And, and they'd come for Wednesday through like Sunday. Yeah. No, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the yeah. old, the old style club stuff where yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, yeah, you do one show Wednesday, two shows Thursday, three shows Friday, three shows Saturday, and then yes. like one or two Sunday. And yeah. yeah. And then I, so I did it to that point. Um, and then, uh, got, I got married in 98. My wife used to run around to me at all the open mics. Um, we started having kids around 2000 and honestly, I just kind of faded away because it, it yeah. com- comedy tends to be at night. If there was a 6am open mic, I would have yeah. <laughs> been the king, I been the king <laughs> of 6am. <the> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. that's when, that's when the AA meetings right. are. <laughs> feed your baby, come to the show. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, but basically I, kept writing the word document kept 
growing. Fact, I kept writing stuff down. And then when uh, things kind of opened up, what, what's it been, well, two years, yeah, two and a half years? I, I met you right after, because you, you started coming back to Rudyard's, and yeah, you were yeah. hanging out with Brian, like, playing darts. And I was yes. like, cause I, I was like... I had, I had just gotten comfortable in Houston. Like, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, Who, who's this guy? And then, yeah, no, then we just started seeing each other at Rudyard's and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then just... But, uh, so basically a total of like, say, five serious years then, and now two to three years now, I guess. And, um, but I did get booked for corporate and private events over the years. Like, just word of mouth. Yeah. People, like, I... Because I... And I always say this, like, I, I basically do clean stuff, but I don't go like... I'm only writing clean stuff. Like, right. I, like honestly, there are not dark. There are there aren't a lot of things. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, that's just not where no. your brain. Yeah, yeah. brain. Yeah, yeah. No, no brain. Right. <laughs> I am. I, I'm, yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, he's a clean comic. It's like that doesn't mean that he doesn't think dark things or like can't contemplate the nature of evil. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, so I watched. Uh, on clean, by the way, I I watched the Louis C.K. streaming thing. Did yeah. you see that, by the way? Uh, the new one, the one from like a few nights ago. It, uh, it, like he street. Oh, he, the guard live at the garden yes. one. No, I haven't seen that one. So yet. I, I I plunked down twenty five bucks and I watched it yeah. on my laptop in the last somewhere in the last. I mean, hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Um, my son uh, was one of my sons watching with me, and he's like, he's like, do you ever think like you would you know? Because he'll just say obviously anything. You know, like yeah. some of the premises are like. Like, oh yeah, beating up a three-year-old in the park, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I'm like, and I laugh hysterically at it, and and I just go, I don't know if I think of that, or I just don't. Even if I thought of something like that, I don't think I want to. S- yeah, it's not like I'm like I'm not saying that. It's more like I just kind of don't yeah. want to say it. Well, you're not like yeah. Cl- yeah, 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 yeah. You're not like clutching your pearls or anything. Yeah, yeah. I you just know? Like, like I don't, yeah. I don't really want to yeah, talk about. Yeah, beating yeah. up three-year-olds my, my or like pedophilia, yeah, yeah, yeah. three-year-old. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and making that a joke. Like, even if I can think of something funny on the side, like, I don't want to really right. talk yeah. about that. Yeah, my my rage <laughs> happens <laughs> day-to-day life, and then Will and Ben will get like a voice message for like ninety seconds. <laughs> Those are fun. <laughs> and Ben and Ben says he really likes angry Chad, but I don't want to do that on stage. No, no, being the angry comic on stage sounds exhausting. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, I'm just gonna be tired to be like, well. Here's my joy. Here's my ending. That's happy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but but I think it's uh yeah. But anyway. But but by basically mostly doing clean God stuff, I've, I've been able to do private and corporate events. So yeah. And so now it's a mix of yeah. stuff. Whatever. Yeah. And I'm trying to you know. Well, because you've been getting some good good stuff all around uh, with. Um You've, you've been headlining all over. You recorded your special. You've been doing a bunch of the Eighth Wonder stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm pretty awesome. Prolific, yeah. <laughs> prolific, <laughs> prolific. Boy, I keep going, Will. Really. Um, uh, yeah. No, but uh, yeah, that's it, man. And uh, and now actually. My kids are 19 through 22, so no one gives a shit where I am. That's exactly, yeah. And it's it's kind you of... You did your time. Dude, it's just like so, you got out of prison. And, 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 and the amount of shit people are going to care about me is only going to go down. As they grow, yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no upswing coming. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. You're you're in really good shape. I mean, like uh, uh, you, you take care of yourself. I, I could probably do comedy at least two more years. I mean, I, <laughs> at least two. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah at yeah, my yeah. age, you know. yeah. No, that's yeah. That's 
no, that's good. Stuff. No, no. So I definitely look at it as something uh, now. Now, yeah. This I hope this segment keeps going till I'm dead. Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until like, dude, dude, dude like become Henny Youngman. Become the Henny Youngman of dental yes. loss. Yes. 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 And then like yes. grandkids come along and it's like Pop Pop tells funny things to strangers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I but I really am enjoying. Enjoying it, like I like the scene here. I forget that some people are like young. I forget you, anyone's a different age. I right. forget because we talk comedy all the time. Exactly. And then something, other topic come up. Like, oh yeah, they're like, <laughs> no, they're like that's twelve years old. I, I was, I, yeah, exactly. I was, I was I thinking about that. I was, I was thinking about that this weekend because I, I just, uh, I, I went out and I just. Well, cause I, what, we all just love comedy. So even on like off nights, like I'll go over to the riot or the secret group or yeah. wherever, like I'll check who's on whatever shows and like, ah, I haven't seen them. I want to go see what's up. Yeah. And I went over to the secret group and they were just, uh, it was a bunch of fucking comics from Austin. And like, <laughs> like this, uh, this guy comes up, he's like, Hey, check this guy out. He has over 12,000 followers on Instagram. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't even know what that metric means. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, right. I don't like. Right. Like, does he do prank shows or like, like, like? Is that is that no. stand up? And so does someone that has like a chocolate chip recipe. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, there's, there's, yeah. Well, well, here's this blog from this baker. <laughs> it's got a 1.5 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Can yeah. you make cookies? <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Over 10 million uh, views on TikTok. Yeah. Like, wow, he sure did say the N-word a lot. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I was super uncomfortable. And he was from Connecticut. Crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, that actually happened. No, no, like, no. Oh. <laughs> As someone from Mississippi, I was just like, wow, that was... <laughs> this is pretty racist. <laughs> Somewhere, George Brito is sketching the the, por- the the profile picture of this person, going like, "Go on." Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was I will say though, like uh, I think we we it would be f- great for the Houston comedy scene if we just had a we need we need a couple more good open mics. Yeah, uh, like the, the schedule's got some holes in now, it. Yeah, and, yeah. Which, yeah, you know, like well, because you put you. The open mics usually you you start an open mic when you're like uh, six months into comedy. All right, like this is this is this is the evolution that I've always seen. Is it's like I'm not getting enough stage time because all these old heads are gatekeeping. Fuck this! I'm gonna build my own sandbox. Which absolutely that's yeah, yeah. I, that's what I did when I was in Memphis. Like uh, you build your own sandbox. You start producing your own shows. You know, like you start doing whatever. Old heads will come. We like yeah. the mic time too. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And, and you little learn a little bit about the business. You learn a little bit about uh, you know. Whatever, but yeah, no, no. I'd love to see a, a younger comics uh, start open mics as opposed to you know like. Well, there's open mics, but there's also like workshops, like legit workshops. Yeah, and it uh, the the comedy workshop era uh, that you went through. Um, I feel like we missed that. Like after the joke joint closed down, there wasn't like a legit workshop where you stand in front of other comics uh, and you deliver two minutes, and then everyone rips it apart for ten. I used to run a workshop. Uh, they're fun. I now I just do it more of like the French salon style from when <laughs> philosophy was important in the 18th century. When they go, what is a soul? But instead, you know, we're like, we're like, we look upon the joke and we ask, what's uh, our motivation? So is there nothing? Is there? There's nothing like that going on right now. I front porch sit. Yeah, I, I write with a bunch of comics. People come over here and they they smoke pot, and then I'm like, tell me about your bits. Right. Uh, and then yeah, no, I, I write on my 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 whiteboard. Uh, and, and I uh, think everyone's got like their pod that they yeah. work with. 
but getting in front of other peers and uh, and people that don't really know you. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I would say that the Houston scene needs a con. Like we're, I think pound for pound, Houston is one of the funniest scenes in America. Oh, we need a something. Uh, we con? need, yeah, we need we need someone who actually has industry, like industry, like movement or stuff. Because like, there are so many funny motherfuckers in Houston that no one in the rest of the country has ever heard of. I forgot the term. I forgot who said it, but I think it's like it's like killing into the void, where it's just like yeah, we have like yeah. we have like a bunch of legitimate headlining comics who murder in like Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. And, yeah. It's almost like it's it's almost like we're our own little pocket, like the Appalachian Trail, right? Dinner it's, theater comics that have been doing it for fifty years and murdering, and no one knows who they are, right? And and it, it really helps because I don't know, like Houston's a crazy diverse place, and yes. so you get to you get to naturally just do a bunch of different, you know, like like styles and scenes, and then like. It's funny when people from other scenes come and then they're like, so I was on the train the other day and we're like, we have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> well, you know, you talked about that Keenan thing and seeing yeah. everyone for three minutes and seeing yeah. a lot. I, and I was like, man, this is a, that was a good, that was a, I was great like, that's a lineup. good show. <laughs> yeah. like, I, like, and that was only one of them. Yeah. You know? I didn't see yeah. the other ones. And, yeah. and, and actually, by the way, that format, yeah, I have, coincidentally, it was three minutes set week for me. Because I was in Las Vegas for another reason. Yeah. And so I snuck in an open mic and I'd never done one there. And it was a three minute Mm -hmm. set and it was run like they ran that Keenan thing. Yeah. Like where the host doesn't bother coming off on. They're like, who's on deck? Who's next? Yeah. And uh, so the night before that, I had to do a three minute set. And then, but I actually, that format, man, what if I was like, boy, that's great for the audience. Oh, fantastic. I mean, like, if I'm watching a show, I'd love that. Mm -hmm. I'd love to. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, you hate somebody, they're gone. Yeah, exactly. You like someone, well, you well, still get then to see you them. Can yeah. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like whenever, whenever uh, I ran an open mic, I always waited until like the comic got to their first. Like, what else do I want to talk about? Yeah, that's oh, like uh, I, you got fifteen seconds, dude. I, I, uh, I, I ran it like a like a baseball coach. I was like, oh, his arm's getting tired. I had two more minutes. That man. would be an interesting mic, right? <laughs> yeah. Just when certain keywords are said, yeah, yeah. Keywords, you're, you're off. Yeah. What else do I want to talk about? Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys are all right. Well, that's yeah. new shit. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a new one. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mumble, mumble. <laughs> but yeah, I love the Keenan. I've watched. Uh, I, I watched all of mine, and uh, I watched the one that followed mine. And watching everyone give three minutes of their best and just fire. Fire, fire! It was it was a, a tremendous thing, and that's what got me like asking about like things like speedball, the the yeah. open mic that used to be three minutes uh, at midnight, and yeah. just people ripping through, you know, three minute fun. sets. But yeah, it was, that that was a new Concept. challenge for me. Yeah, I, I I mean I don't think I'd ever been asked to do a three minute. Maybe again improv open mic years ago or something. Right. It was two minutes maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but like, but it was there, this was like uh, I definitely edited some things and then after i'm like oh i can always edit those those actually should stay edited right, right. yeah you're like <laughs> yeah it's a good exercise because i i normally lament like i don't have a three minute like i i don't even yeah. know sometimes i have jokes that i couldn't do one joke in three, in three minutes. minutes yeah, yeah but yeah. actually you can uh if you just really cut the f- 
fat, the fat off. off of everything. Yeah. Um, well, like Tommy, like we had like a, a workshop or like a, a Zoom call or something like it with Tommy Drake. Yes. Uh, early in COVID, and uh, someone asked him a question about like, oh, how do you get to an hour? And he's like, it's funny when you get to an hour, all you really want is like the perfect tight five. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I've been hunting the perfect tight yeah. five for twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. man, he is. He's he's great. I like and, that. And guy. actually, uh, it's been interesting. I didn't I didn't get to do. Thirty minutes or back back when in my, in my first stint, yeah, I never yeah. got to that. I, the most I did was fifteen minutes as an opener or something, yeah. And maybe at a private gig, I'd be asked to do that, but that, I didn't really count that. But in a comedy club, and now this time back, I've gotten to do obviously, yeah. the, the birthday show. The first yeah. time I was twenty minutes over any time I'd ever done. I'm like, shit, I'll just go for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but um, it's funny once you do it. Then you're like, oh, I, I can, yeah. do, I can yeah. do that. You, like, yeah. like, yeah. you, you yeah. kind of fake it a bit, and then you, and you're like, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, like and suddenly, suddenly, it does. It's not daunting at all. Exactly. Yeah. Like when people are like, how much, how much time did you do when you were? I was like, oh, I did like 45, and they're like, ah, damn, you talked for 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. well, teachers do that for eight hours a day. Yeah, I just yeah. have to like, I just have to make it funny, you know? Yeah. Like, and, you know, I don't have to talk. I get to talk about, you know. Andrew Jackson and Winston Churchill, but you know, like uh, in, not in a factual sense. Yeah, but, <laughs> no. But um, I find actually the Certainly longer not. the set time I have, the less I get through my planned list of whatever, whatever yeah. I'm planning. Yeah, you, you always leave some on the table because because there's just you 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 have more time to breathe, you have more time to react. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about like right time. Like, yeah. So if if there's some interesting stuff to do with the audience. There's an interesting extra thought that you know you're giving like it. I've noticed that like it's I'm, I very rarely do I be like I'm out I'm out of stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, but but you get to right. It's it's but definitely if you're planning five minutes, you do everything you have planned because you're like you slam it in there. Exactly, exactly. And and it and it throws off your cadence and like diction and stuff because you're like all right I got to talk kind of fast. Like that's not how I normally speak. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that's uh that's. What else did I want to ask you? Oh yeah, so you have three boys. <laughs> I've three been married. Actually, I'll be married twenty five years. Uh, September. Nice. And uh, I have three sons that are eight, uh, nineteen, and twenty one and twenty two. Actually, it's worth mentioning my 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 oldest son does something pretty darn interesting. Have, Tell you, me. have I told you about this? I don't know. I'll start with this. He is going to be on Fox News on Thursday night, interviewed by Jesse Waters. Whoa. Yeah. That would be the only time I watch Fox News. (laughs) (laughs) Even locally? Uh, Fox News always has the hottest local chicks, you know? (laughs) So this is the guy, like, he's Jesse Waters. This is is like before the Tucker Carlson. Like, this is going to be. Yeah, he's the lead into Tuck. Three million people are going to watch this interview. So this is what my son. All over 60. This is what my son Alex does. And you'll have. A place in your heart for him because he was a former football player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big dude. Huh. Uh, so uh, Alex uh, was going to college at Texas Southern here in Houston <laughs> just so he could play football. It was the only school that gave him a chance to play a little football. Yeah. Somewhere towards the end of the freshman year, he's a little injured. He was home in our house, and he's him and his offensive lineman friends from high school decided it would be fun to pretend they're underage. And bait an adult into meeting them out. And predator- he's a pedo hunter. He's a pedo. He is a pe- so he is a pedo. Yes, hunter. he is a pedo hunter. So uh, basically, he did that first one, and my youngest son, hey, did you hear what Alex did? And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. No, you know, it, it's not. It's not what you want. It's not what you think you want as a parent. 
Like, you, 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 like I, I hope he's a doctor. You know, maybe a dentist or a pedophile hunter. hunter. You could only dream. You know? And so, and so, there's no money in pedophile right, hunting. Right. Yeah, he's a catch. He's a pedophile. Yeah. You could do much worse. Than and so, but but my wife and I uh, were like. Don't do it for these hundred reasons. But then, like tens of thousands of people started watching videos he was making of these encounters, and uh, which and and on the even up front, I was like, boy, it's kind of funny. They think a ten year old's about to meet them, and there's like four offensive linemen show. Up. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like fifteen hundred pounds of dude. Men. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, of bad motherfucker. <laughs> right, and they're like, oh, I, I didn't. Whoa, I didn't. <laughs> and and so. Um, Basically, we, we really butted heads about it, and we soft-kicked them out of the house. Right. We soft-kicked them. We're like, you can do this, because two parents saying don't do it, and then many people saying do it. You're doing a good thing. So you can do this, but you got to get out of here. you got to get out of here. Yeah. And so um, he said, all right, help me get an apartment. <laughs> and so, because and so, he didn't have any money yet. Yeah. And so, but he said, if I'm not paying for my own apartment by... A certain amount of time, I'll stop doing this. I think I can make money doing this. Yeah. Fast forward to today, it's three, three and a half years later. He is making upper middle class money doing this. And and he has traveled to 40 states doing this. Wow. And he is he's like good at it. <laughs> yeah. And so and 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 I actually at this <laughs> point really at this point our relationship's really good because he's really happy with what he's doing. But it's crazy. Again, I, you, I couldn't have possibly... But what's weird, three years ago, people were like, what's, uh, what's your oldest son doing? And I'd start explaining, like, wow, that's... I never heard... You know? <laughs> yeah. but, but, but now I say it, like, oh, yeah, my nephew does that. Yeah, that's... Uh, so is yeah. it like... Is it, uh, does he produce it's things for like YouTube? Business. Or it's, is it it's, uh, like private investigation YouTube, more like? It's, or? It's, the videos are basically of the encounters where he basically ends up interviewing... I mean, he's become like good cop, bad cop, uh, wrapped into one, and believe it or not, he's uncomfortable in front of a camera being a ham too, and he kind of makes stupid jokes too. Yeah. And so, and he's also kind of a force. Of, he's just a very he's a big dude. Yeah. He's a bizarre guy. Um, nice. And so, I think he's just as interesting for people to watch. Um, no, plug it, yeah. So plug that. Yeah. Basically, it's YouTube video, YouTube ads. But now he's on Rumble. Have you heard of Rumble? No. no. So Rumble is now the the. The free YouTube, like the okay. don't okay. censor YouTube. All right, yeah, yeah because yeah. because his YouTube channels tend to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, they get cut because of the yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's, le- he's learned to, he's learned to edit and edit and edit, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, and he yeah, stayed yeah. on longer. But he realized so that he's now more on this Rumble thing. So for example, I'll just do what he's going to say on Fox News. Yeah, he he's on because one of the catches he did yeah. recently was a school teacher, and it made some level of notoriety. And this and this Jesse Waters producer reached out and said we'd like to talk to you about this. So that's what he's going to be on for. Nice. So he's what he's going to say when they say how do they follow you, Alex? He's going to say go to rumble.com and uh, go to Predator Poachers, and that's what he's going to say. <laughs> cool. And nice. so so that's what my oldest son does. But I, you know I have the jo- I have the joke now. You know I, I, we. We thought all three kids were going to cause but only one goes. Yeah, to yeah. So, so that's one that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And, and then my youngest son uh, does vintage T-shirts. All right, right. 
And then my middle son were like, what the hell is he going to do with a college degree? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish he'd apply himself like the YouTuber. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If only he would apply himself and well, make YouTube videos. Because I feel like the oldest son has to know the law now on how to get canceled. Like, like he's become like he's become like a, a legal scholar almost to figure out. Yeah, like, like here's how you can get charges filed against you for doxing right. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To avoid. Like, yeah, yeah. There's that's so fascinating. He knows the the uh, pedophilia laws. He knows the, the YouTube laws. laws. <laughs> he knows the YouTube cancellation policies. <laughs> I hear him talk to other. Predator po- predator poaching like there it's a community just yeah. like the Houston comics. You know? <laughs> it, I don't know if there's a Facebook group, but yeah. but but I hear him talking and he'll he's giving other people advice like yeah you might want to consider going to Rumble you might you on your YouTube edit this way edit that figure way. out how to monetize Fledging, that way because yeah. he's 22 now he's a veteran yeah so, so, <laughs> so yeah he, so fledgling pedophilia yeah, yeah 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 hey man really really looked up to your work yeah, for the past man. four years I love the pedophilia stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, great yeah. place to end on pedophilia yeah, I yeah. think uh, Neil where can everyone find you on social media uh, probably the best is at Neil Comedy on Instagram N-E-A-L Comedy and I have a website now that is Neil Comedy N-E-A-L Comedy dot com hell nice. yeah hell yeah nice. Chad where can we find you uh, Instagram at Third Coast Chad that's 3RD Coast Chad uh, excellent, excellent. You can find Ben Daniel on Very Dark Comedy on all forms of social media and me at gunsandliquor.com. Uh, this has been another very green room. Uh, I hope everyone had a good day. Good night, everybody.